0: everybody, I'm Hubert, I'm here with my co-host Ralph, co-author of Streaming Database, and uh, two of the founders of Time Plus, Ting, CEO, hey, nice, nice to meet you, you. you. Joe, uh, head of product. <laughs> yeah. Really excited, thank you so much. Um, I'm doing an audio podcast, Joe is doing a uh, video podcast, so lots of A&D audio visual going on and the here. Streaming, right? streaming. <laughs> and we're in a streaming it. convention. Yeah. We're streaming right now. it be
1: the biggest uh, yeah. streaming party in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: if we got to stream, we got to do it here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last week, I heard, I saw the announcements. Um, I don't want to take your thunder. I'd love for you guys to talk about what you guys announced last week and how you got to there and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: thank you. But, you, know, yeah, you know, the last week we pretty much like uh, so excited to announce the open source, the our core engine. So it, it's kind of like a really like a it was a decision actually we made like a, actually two years ago when we started the whole company. We definitely like we're like a developer, right? So so we're actually want to like build it by developer, we want to contribute to the developer community. So, but. I, why we announce the open source right now? Because you know we really want to focus on build engine first, and and also to demonstrate it's a very mission critical use case uh, on top of the streaming you know data. So so I think that now is a pretty good moment. You know we we build the infrastructure, build a community, uh, and open source for the whole world. Yeah, we love it.
0: Great, great. Um, is the open source version? similar or exactly the same as the the, the SAS version yeah. of Time Plus?
1: Yeah, for the SAS version, we, the goal is to make the, the process as easy as possible. Right, you, you sign up using your Google or Microsoft SSO. You don't worry about uh, critical information. Mm-hmm. We have a nice uh, community-based deployment. We have all those uh, nice UI charts and a few more source and syncs. So, that part is main, the main theme for the SaaS part is really about usability, right? On the on the open source side, which is we call Protem, which is open source under Apache License 2, we provide the doc image, we can also provide other uh, with different deployments, and the goal is that is people can spin up this very easily on their laptop. Uh, we provide a secure as a interface, there's no web UI, and uh, we uh, we can read it out from Kafka, we can write it out to Kafka, but if you want to collect data from other systems, you might have to use our car version, but uh, it is really trying to collect more feedback from the developers. Yeah,
0: yeah I tr- actually tried it right right after you guys announced. I tried it myself. Yeah, I had to, I had to. <laughs> and um, you're absolutely right. It was easy to download. It didn't like take forever. You know, when you download some Docker Compose files, you're sitting there for minutes downloading all the images and so on. This one didn't take that long at all, and I was able to run pretty easily, and it's amazing that you're able to put compact so much in such a little Single package, banner.
1: right? Yeah. It's just very small. It's all in one, so, so it's, it's. I mean, all the components, like the ClickHouse version and your log, it's all in one? It's one image. Okay. yeah, it's okay. one yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, we will provide, uh, maybe, if, if you want a certain Linux version, we can even provide more than just stock image. If you really want that banner, we can give that to you, right? And that binary essentially is a combination of our kind of a streaming processor, something similar to Flink. And also, we have our own streaming storage, we have our historical storage, all in one single binary. And the document just makes it a little bit easier for those default configuring files or those other, uh, like, uh, license files, stuff like that. So, but yeah, using single binary is certainly doable. And uh, if you prefer microservice, then we can configure. That system in different mo- roles, but uh, you don't have to start from microservice as your first step. You just want something wrong quickly on your laptop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think the, you know, with, yeah, Hubert, you asked that what's the difference. Right? I think okay. that for the core engine, exactly the same. So but I think that hopefully the community can try and see it, what happens. A lot of the comprehensive the streaming functionality. Uh, very powerful, and also as you know, we connected the historical store as a like a clickhouse. It's yeah. just one single binary, so one the very simplified streaming SQL. You, you guys don't care about, you don't have to manage the complexity between the streaming and the historical. Uh, you know, backfill a lot of stuff. So.
0: Yeah. So lately, um, and Ralph and I have been talking about this a lot lately. The term streaming data uh, um, databases are. It's too, too confusing for people to understand, right? And they don't know how to kind of conceptualize how to use it and where and why for you. Um, and the way I think about it, coming from like Confluent and coming to the streaming, there's always been this like this, you know, contention between streaming and batching, right? In my world, right? Yeah. Uh, why not batch? You could, I could do everything in batch, Just batch is so much easier. Streaming is too hard. You know, Streaming gives you all this other stuff too, but they're always at, at, at one another. Streaming databases actually, there are two terms that bring a technology together. Streaming is real-time, database is at rest, right? Streaming database this is a conversion of both real-time and batch processing, right? And it's, I think that's really hard for people to understand the advantage, like the um, when we talk when we're writing our book, that the, the idea of being the push and pull queries, like pushing is your stream processing, your materialized view, pull is your your queries that you're pulling from that state store, right? And um, but where usually like the most popular technologies today, those are two different systems, right? Where streaming databases actually pull them together and provide all that capability without having uh the overhead of additional systems and architecture right um how do you have any sense of like how much cost that somebody could save by reducing such a large infrastructure or have that is, that is that something that you haven't really thought about yet uh yeah first of all i really love uh, this kind of interpretation
2: you know for streaming and a database you know that's a naturally so you know we as a 10 plus so the, the core team, we're pretty much like a practitioner. You know, mm-hmm. we're actually so, trying to solve the problem before we like innovate some maybe new category, new term. So, but you guys, are I think, pretty like a pi- pioneer for this kind of thing, like streaming database. Yeah. So, because we did, we fundamentally think is uh, when we do a lot of streaming processing and uh, analytics, you have to connect uh, kind of a s- historical data uh, the mean- at the same time. So, it's a naturally foundation for all the analytics. So, so, that's a, and also streaming, you know, streaming, we handle the change, kind handle the delta, you know, the history, also some baseline. And for a lot of analytics, you know, they have to compare both, right? So, otherwise, you know, the change, what that means, right? So So, that's a philosophy. I think pretty much like a very, we have a lot of alignment. You
0: yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah. Um, in the book, you reference uh, Martin Kleppman a lot, <laughs> a lot. We have quotes. Yeah. We were always refer- re- referring to him. Yeah. Why do we do that, right? Like, yeah. Obviously, he brought, He kind of coined the idea of like turning database inside out, right? He took right. parts of the database that were naturally streaming, exposed them, and made them scalable, and so on, right? Yeah. And so now we have like companies like you know uh, Flink and and, and, uh, and you know, and other technology like Key SQL DB, yeah. um, And then you have like your like your OLAP systems, your databases that are serving this data through like, like through like a database API, right? Rows and columns and SQL right. Um We actually are the converse. We keep talking about this, but we we are bringing all those components back into the database where men wanted to bring them out and scale them individually. Mm. We're bringing it all back in, yeah, into exactly. the database. In <laughs> the calling, <laughs> and calling a streaming right. database. The Felger people, uh, a lot of academics in there, right. talked about the idea that all databases are streaming databases. You just need to make them streaming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. Quote. Uh, it is a very nice quote. It was yes. very compelling to me. Yeah. Um,
2: I I just want to add some comments. You know. Our, you know, the, the early, like, a customer, you know, when they use some streaming analytics or, you know, they really love the streaming user experience. You know, they're like a, they can maybe do some, like a live query, continuous, they monitor the whole thing. They don't have to, like, a batch mode, like, the five minutes or 10 minutes, just, like, a, like pull again and again. Mm. And so people love it, you know. And, and also, back to your, your question, and the cost underneath streaming definitely is much, a much lot of benefit. You know, when
0: yeah.
2: we handle only when data get a change, we handle the change, right? We don't have like I say, just like five minutes do the do the same thing again, again. Yeah. When even no data change, right? So, right. so the cost definitely is dramatically. We can control the cost. And also, as you mentioned, the historical uh, we have the database, and but if we manage the one single binary. We definitely just like it. Customers don't have to, you know, build so many different systems like uh, streaming processing, database, or historical, and the unification. If you build it like piece by piece, I think we almost like a, we have huge benefit
0: like for TCO part. Yes. So, um, if we can claim that technically all databases can be made into a streaming database, you know. The, the term streaming database would be just redundant. Every you would get to be a database company.
2: <laughs> hopefully, one day. Yeah,
0: hopefully one day. <laughs> um, yeah. When customers come to you, or prospects, or anybody that's interested, come to you, they're probably not talking about. They're probably not thinking database first right. when they come to you. They're, they're thinking about uh, streaming first, right? Yeah. And that's the, that's kind of the hard part is how do you bring streaming people to the database? But, but conversely, how do you bring database people to streaming, which I think is a, a more compelling, interesting idea. It's really hard to get batch oriented or, you know, people in that realm, that domain to adopt streaming. And I, I honestly believe, like, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I
1: think it's also like, like very complicated to really find your, um, your your, how to address the market, basically, because you've got you've got these uh, streaming people like the stream processing gurus like using flink for 10 years now um so they would probably be thinking ah oh, streaming database that's not for me maybe it's too much database
0: yeah
1: and on the yeah. other on the, on the other hand you have these uh, database people i mean a much broader market actually um but they are afraid of streaming so it's uh, very hard to to met, to kind of Got it. Yeah. yeah, make the entrance barrier low yeah. for both parties, both sides, I
0: think. Yeah, I think
2: it's, uh, I that, yeah, so yes yeah, so for the streaming, I think that that depends on the, you know, I see the, a little bit like a, this kind of the challenge when you talk about different, uh, you know, you know, the community or maybe customer, you know, when like for streaming the industry, so we'll probably say we have to say, we connected like a database concept to it. Right? Because, you know, streaming along, you have to really, it's really like hard to analyze the, you know, real, the use case, of the question. But for database guy, I think database now is a, pretty much adopt a lot of streaming concept right now. You see the MongoDB, or you know, a lot of the Snowflake, the Databricks, that also embrace the streaming to handle like the Kafka data, you know, append So so. It's a, but eventually, when we talk to the customer, I hopefully don't want to talk about terminology. Say, oh, I want to solve the real-time problem, mm-hmm. you know, like a, even for trading, analytics, or risk of compliance, or, you know, like a fleet management. I think that one, the customer only care about how to get down, right? Yeah. So, so we back to the problem. Uh, so That's determining a lot of the you know, scenario, you know, the, the, the case, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love... Um... I love the way I've used the UI on the cloud and I love I love the way it you know, it's kinda of put together the, the user experience. Um, and I love also how simple the, the tool is when you download it and run it local. Like I, I like a shell, I like the idea of a shell and, yeah. and seeing my you know, show tables and or dash and or slash n I see my, my, my table. I, I want something like that and yeah. it's really it makes makes things really easy to work with data, whether it's be moving or not moving, right? um I wanted to get kind of get back to like time plus itself number one where's the name come from explain to me where time and the plus really come from How about that name
1: honest <laughs> <we> <laughs> no I mean I guess team choose the name uh, again we uh it's not really a secret that is uh, T and I spent a long time in spunk uh, and uh, there's a the news last week regarding this uh, acquisition but uh, when we build this new project, really want to solve some very hard problem. When we facing in Splunk, right? people have a lot of data in there. There's a security. There's a, some IT metrics, and they want to understand like whether they are being attacked, whether the server side is the server is overloaded or idle. But uh, uh, even Splunk is doing great job. But if you want those uh, real time alerts, we are talking about like per minute. It's still very, very expensive, right? So um, we had an attempt in, in Splunk to try to leverage like Fling, leverage Kafka to build a microservice in a cognitive way. It is doable. But again, uh, it's, there's a lot, too, too many moving parts. So we want to take a, a fresh take to see where can we build a new database with time as our first citizen. Every single piece of data in Time Plus or in the database need to have a 10 step so, we know whether it's a late event, whether it can be kind of removed if it's uh, not so low uh, high value. So, um, we really want to have a database with time. So, it's kind of like uh, time plus database. But of course, we do more than uh, database. We have other stuff like data lineage, we have this uh, exploration charting machine. Yeah, I like the Linux, it's really nice. It's really yeah. hard to do Linux on
0: yeah. streaming. Um, so, I, I, unless you have Ralph, you have any other questions, I'll, I have one last question um last night i i met your uh chief growth officer i forget his name was, Michael J. Yeah, yeah. The um hiring a growth officer like like that means something right you're you're, you're there's we, we're going to expect some great things from you in the future right Is <laughs> what was what i'm hearing what what can we expect from you guys in the near in the near future
2: Yeah, I think that's a very, very, uh, very lucky to have the Michael Benjamin who just joined us as a chief growth officer. Uh, Honestly, it's just like a really like from the bi-direction, you know, uh, and uh, first of all, we need to like focus on the core, the very core use case to, you know, to adopt the time class. We particularly care about mission critical industry. So as no doubt like a financial service, a lot of trading stuff. So, so we got a lot of the early customer like that. So Michael is very huge, like more than like sixty years uh, experience. Back to the his experience in streaming base, like typical streaming base, and also like a KDB or KX. So it's so a fantastic experience to uh, working for streaming industry and also for financial service, uh, even for IoT. But on the other hand, actually, Michael, you know, we, we got, like, when we published the product like a beta, yeah, he's actually to sign up the beta program, He evaluate the product for, for a couple of months, and he just realized that it's a fantastic, it's a, it's a new, you know, revolution product to literally a lot of opportunity to change the industry. So, so he's a big fan for the product. So. So, uh, so that's a, something. Yeah, we we direction. You know, but finally, we we're lucky
0: to have him on board. Joe Ting, super appreciative of your uh, talking to us, and um, of course, Ralph, thank you for for being here as well. Um, Till next time, and next maybe we'll bring coffee next time.
1: right? Yeah, of course. Backboard. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a party time. So you party you, time. You hear the yeah. background music, but that's time we found a... Uh, a chill place. Oh, cool. There's coffee, over here. i looking for the new book. Yeah,
0: yeah. Next year. Next year. It should be good. Yeah. <laughs>